You're listening to the Real Estate Radio Hour, the show that brings you unfiltered stories and insight from the Twin Cities real estate world with your hosts, Chris Rooney, broker at REMAX Preferred, and Andy Presky, leader of the Preferred Home Team at REMAX Advantage Plus. Whoa. Early bird. No. Is it New Year's yet? No. I want to start on all these ambitious goals I have. You Did you do goals? No, I was kidding. I don't have any goals. <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna just cruise for a little while. Hey, they say you're supposed to do goals or else you'll never do nothing in your whole life. I've read you need those to be successful. I, I should yeah. try that. I'm, yeah. I could totally. use a little of that coaching, Chris. All you think is everything you've done for the last 20 years is going to work. And I don't know. I think everyone else says it's going to be a horrible market. So I don't know, Andy. I think we got to have goals. I, uh, I, because of that, I got a little Andy Prasky panic um, cooking. And I, so I started making a list of all the, I have nine new listings coming on in the next two months. So I'm, I uh, don't know what they're talking about. I'm just working harder, right? That's what the old dummies do, right? Totally. The farmer that's worried about his crops, he goes out there and works them even harder. Boom, boom, boom. Weird. I, I had one of these agents say to me the other day, they go, you know, boy, I just keep getting lucky. And I said, or you're working harder. And he goes, well, yeah, for sure. I'm working harder so I, so I can get lucky. I got. I had an old saying, you got to be good to be lucky and lucky to be good. So there it is. Very true. Very yeah. true, my friend. Hey, Andy, tell me about your holidays. I saw lots of different photos. I like this one, especially right here. Yeah, that uh, right next to me, there's uh, Mark Pedig and uh, and his whole crew up there in the uh, Pequot Lakes office. Um, and and there's a couple of stragglers missing there, too. But it was uh, we went up there for a family vacation. And then I said, hey, you guys want to hang out and do a little uh, holiday, you know, lunch or something. And I was shocked at th those. Those guys are so darn nice. I mean, seriously, to, to take time out of their busy days. And their holidays that come and have lunch with a guy like me, I'm like, what are you talking about? They they can't sell anything anyways. There's not no business. Yeah, I know. That's yeah. what they were telling me. They're like, we're jammed, man. They, was that the wild? Wasn't that your wild rice hot dish? Damn. Yes. Oh man. Yeah. Boy, we were up there at a, a bar uh, restaurant called Lucky's right on the main strip there, Pequot Lakes, uh, by a recommendation of these guys. And I walked in, and I was, of course, I was late, and. Uh, they're all sitting there, you know, and eating lunch. And, and I said, uh, well, what do you guys order? Without hesitation, they go, you get the wild rice hot dish or you get the tater tot hot dish. They're both awesome and fantastic. And I'm like, done. And I, I got it. And it was great. You don't see many hot dishes served. So I, I think yeah. I got to go to Lucky's. I highly recommend it. So, but I got to see their new offices too. And, uh, man, they have a cute little office and, uh, Right at the gates of Breezy Point, um, they've got a little office there, and I got—I guess I got big plans for doing some kind of fun stuff right next door. I'm not supposed to talk about yet, um, but uh, it, it's touristy, and uh, they're supposed to. Um, I, it should be happening next summer. Are they? Uh, they're they're a Remax now, right? They are a Remax. Yep, yep. And uh, well, you know, like I always tell everybody, you know. You give me a call or Chris a call and we'll, we'll put you in touch with an agent up there. The, the cool thing about these guys, though, is that they all have little areas that they kind of specialize in. And it's not all the same. Not everybody's chasing after that Lakeshore, Gull Lake, you know, $5 million house, even though they'd all love to help you. There's a ton, a ton of business right now being had on acreage up there. And you're seeing a lot of retired couples that want to get out of the hustle and the bustle of the city or the civil unrest or whatever the reasons they have, you know, maybe they're um, just, you know, they want to get closer to where they fish and hunt. Who knows? Right. Yeah. I've heard, I've heard, I had about four customers this year do this and they buy acreage where it's quiet and nice and, but yet still close to everything. So it's kind of cool. How about value on that? I mean, Lakeshore, it's not much different than the cities, but how, how about like acreage and stuff? Well, so you know, I think a lot of my buyers are going up there with 350 to $500,000 budgets. And they're finding beautiful acreage with, like, you look out the windows and you feel like you're in a postcard. You know what I mean? It's like, there's some beautiful, beautiful areas up there that are 
I think kind of still being underutilized, but um, it, it's, it's funny how they have a huge migration of people coming from populated metropolitan areas that want to just live a good life, have good schools and have it a little slower paced. Um, and, and like I told them, more importantly, they have a fleet farm right up the street. So it's, it's, uh, I could even live there. Do they have that internet thing? They do. Well, you know, you've heard about this. All over up in northern Minnesota, they're putting in fiber optic lines everywhere for part of some stimulus. Uh, better than what we got. You know. They got better up north than they do here in the cities. You're right. Actually, my 20th move is going to give me fiber optics. So, you know. And, so and I, I guarantee this will still not satisfy you and you'll move again. <laughs> well, I have to just try it out. And then we'll see what else is going on. I got a feeling you're going to be moving next to uh, your boy in Thailand here. I don't know. I think I, I saw a few little adventures of the Thailand man or the oh. Cambodia Cambodia boy. And uh, it's a little more, more like what I thought Cambodia was going to look like. Yeah, right. Well, the refugees yeah. from Cambodia, that's what they showed you on TV. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I got a taste of that during uh, Christmas. That's how I was spending my Christmas going to the, to the villages and experiencing that lifestyle. And um, I kind of want to show it to you guys because I'm Obviously, we have this uh, title about a turbulent 2023, but we should definitely be grateful for any sort of situation in the United States. So let me show you this, and I want to hear your comments on this kind of real estate. One second. Hello. Oh my God. Jesus. <laughs> we don't have a too rough, do we? No, I was going to say, where's the curb and gutter there? There's no curb so, and gutter. Nick, um, jump back on, would you? Um, what uh, what you were seeing there, was that a – it looked like, like an area that when the tide comes in, the water comes in too? Yes, it's all built on stilts. That area is near a pretty popular tourist spot, the floating villages. The Vietnamese uh, uh, people, immigrant – Immigrants came there and they made villages on the water because it was the cheapest to do yeah. back then. And this is a Cambodian village. But what was really interesting, between the floating village and that little Cambodian village, they're making a multi-multi-million dollar resort. Everything included. Pools, cinema, a gun range. You can shoot guns there. Uh, docking for yachts. Right in the middle between these super extreme, impoverished places. Crazy. Wow. That's craziness. Yeah. Wow. It is. That, uh, what, what, they were so saying what was those, the vibe? I mean, go ahead, Nick. My bad. I think I'm, I'm lagging a little bit. Those houses they were saying are built for like $400. The vibe was actually like really cool. They were really nice, friendly, smiling. You know, it didn't feel too in danger, but the next day I brought some candy there and then, then it turned into a whole different thing. So <laughs> when you, Oh, a little you kid give candy 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 candy. Everyone wants yeah. <laughs> you know, he was saying he, he went there, gave some some candy, came back with a bunch of candy, and the kids just attacked, you know, and then they started becoming more beggar types rather than being super um, you know, just nice and everyone was high and hello and all that. So well that that's Easy. like I jokingly said, you bring out candy like at a parade and kids act like seagulls. Yeah, yeah, mine, exactly. Mine, mine. Yeah, that's so, what it was. So, so yeah. So, you that, Nick, you're getting more experiences than we sure ever had. But I said that too. I think he's he's been to probably ten times more places than I have. <laughs> it's craziness. But, um, anyways, it's a different world right now. So. All right, agents are gearing up for a turbulent 2023 housing market is what they're saying, Andy. What do you think oh, about that? I mean, isn't, isn't that something? I think it's going to be very predictable. No, markets are 
are going to be nothing like the last three years. Well, that's no kidding. I mean, we all we all knew that. I mean, COVID was a, a very weird thing, <laughs> you know, where it, where it um, caused, which I still think is out there, but it caused uh, less people selling their houses and more people wanting to grab them um, to get new types of accommodations that they thought the new world would bring. Offices for every person in the house, bigger um, play areas outside, kind of just a lot more, um, yeah, it, there it is. If anyone thinks they're going to sell real, this is your guy, your Remax guy. He yeah. said, if you, you think you're going to do it like you did in 2021 and 22, they ain't going to make it work. And that's, uh, I mean, I think that's obvious. And, but markets have always changed. 33rd year of doing it. And uh, you're always constantly, re, you know, adjusting. And we were doing that every single, t- I mean, every couple months we were doing that during the COVID time too. You have to adjust to what you're what you're dealing with, and yeah, things aren't going off the shelf immediately. But I mean, I sold a house on on Christmas Eve and the day after Christmas. So mm-hmm. I mean, things it's this is not this is not terrible. The rates are actually better um, than uh, what we've been seeing, and I just don't think it's going to be a horrible, horrible thing. So, and there's some stats. Obviously, you see them on here, Andy. You know that days on the market are up uh, about three weeks worth. You know, and uh, <laughs> you know prices. The share of the share of homes with price decreases jumped from twenty six a year ago to forty one percent this year. That's fine. People are trying to, you know, hey, this is what the market was. I'm going to try to get it. And their thought process is right now, where we used to say, hey, your house is worth probably three fifteen. We would price it at two ninety nine to get three sixty. And now they're saying, well, geez, we're not getting extra offers. Let's go price that house at $350. Well, it's still worth only $315. You just drove the price up by getting people excited. So you just, yeah. again, you have to adjust. And there's a lot of people out there, realtors, um, lenders, realtors, and title company that are scared. And they have to grab something to get something. And so they're going to tell you what they got to tell you and uh, probably not do what's best for you. And what's best for you is to be honest with you and, and tell you how it's going to work. And if it doesn't work and you don't want to sell, then don't sell. It's very well, simple. You know, and I think that there's some interesting stats. I, of course, you know me, I've been absorbing as much as I can the last week here um, yep. when I've had some downtime between deals. And, and it's like a, uh, you're seeing a, a marketplace that's shifting and where the shift is happening is with the consumer. The consumer wants a different experience. And we've said this for years, the consumer from what they've surveyed, a couple surveys I, I was check, checking into, um, they were showing that the people that want to sell their houses, 60% of the people that want to sell their houses here do not want to list their house. And they'd be willing to pay a premium to not have to list their house, meaning we as real estate agents have to have alternative services. Now, the immediate response is, well, let's go to an iBuyer, you know, the open doors or the, you know, basically your corporate America, Wall Street buyers like like open door, um, buy, uh, what is it, offer pad. Um, Zillow who got out of it and they're making you offers. And the only difference is guys, is that I think that you're going to see those kind of offers, which are very attractive. I think you see billboards all over town advertising that, but less than 3% of those people that call off that ad are actually taking advantage of that program. So it sounds good on paper. And then they say, well, if that doesn't work for you, let's do traditional listing. And then you're kind of down that traditional listing path with that individual. So what I'd say is this, being a real estate agent, we have to be cognizant, I think, of having alternatives, having, you know, sliding um, different pro. I shouldn't say sliding like discounting. Sliding is in maybe you don't offer the full, you know, services. Maybe you have partial services. You have for sale by owner services. You have the I'm going to bring you to an investor services. Um, let's bring you to the investor market, you know, where we have the flipper market. I mean, there's lots of alternatives there where I think you can yield more money. But you do need the hand or the guide, if you will. I, I don't think there's ever been more of a market that needs real estate agent representation than this one um, to guide you. And, and I just think that the real estate agents, so that we can blend together better, is we got to listen to the customer. And the consumer right now is asking for a variety of ways to help them. And they don't, they, like I said, they don't want to, you know, go through the whole, not, not everybody. I mean, a lot of them will end up doing it anyway, but it's just an interesting survey. 
Well, in reading what's happening in the real estate market versus being in it and knowing what's happening are a big thing. So having a realtor is really important because um, they don't they know what's happening. It's, it's you know everything that these people are saying online are usually it lags probably thirty to sixty days. You know, so they're not even in tune with what's happening with the market. So I just think, uh, yeah, you definitely you definitely need an agent which to do it. You need them, again, you need it more and more. I mean, just like COVID was another time that you really needed an agent. Everyone said, oh, no, we can we can just sell it. No, to maximize, you got to know what the market is doing. Right. Once you, when you know what the market is doing, you can maximize your price. Now, that doesn't mean you're going to get more money, but you're going to maximize what your price that you could get. In, so, in so I agree with you a thousand percent and cue, cue the button, uh, Nick, <laughs> here comes my analogy. So <clears throat> when you have a, think of it like a car. Okay. So if you bring your car to one dealership and they offer you a price and you take it, cause you don't want to have to deal with selling your car. Are, are you sure you're getting the maximum price? Are you sure you're getting the best value? So that's what a real estate agent does is they take that car for you and they promote it to every possible source of buyer that's out there. And what that does is creates demand. Demand brings the price up or it fetches you the best offer with the best, you know, the best financing or the best cash offer or the best terms of that sale. That's what you're hiring an agent to do is to promote it and get you the best offer. Can we modify her for next year? I (laughs) You got to you got to uh, queue up more often. That was perfect timing. I like that. Yeah. He let you finish your whole statement. I mean, it's amazing. I paused yeah. for, yeah. you know, for theatrical reasons. I paused. Yeah. It's beautiful. We know our stuff. Some, some fun things, though. I got a lot of great uh, social media content to go over. It's, it's going to be brought to you by Chris Rooney Home Experts. I was just one years old when my family started in real estate, where both my parents were agents. They also dabbled in investing in real estate, rentals, flips, and construction. After college, I went right into getting my license in July of 1990. As a 23-year-old agent in an industry that looks nothing like today, I had to know more for my clients to choose me. There wasn't Zillow or social media to tell them how good I was. I had to win them over with knowledge. With knowledge comes confidence, and with confidence comes results. Justine! Justine the prom queen! Wow, you look fantastic! You can win again! I'm not kidding, how you doing? Good, good! I'm so happy I ran into the Rockstar Realtors. And you know what? I'm actually thinking about selling my house, and I would love to find out how much it's worth. Sure, we Yeah, can we, would, we would love to list it for you. Well, I'm doing for sale by owner. Marlene! Billy, you son of a bitch! Oh, Trish! Trish the dish! Trish the dish. That is so inappropriate. My husband's here. Don't call me that. Sorry. Yeah, of course. How's Gam Gam doing? Oh, Gam Gam. Fucking love her. How is she? You guys didn't hear? She actually passed. What? Oh, Oh, no. Bartender, we're going to need some shots over here now. Oh, definitely. What are you going to do about that house? Wow, that's rude. Uh, We already sold the house. Cancel those shots. Don't need them. Is that the poos? The poos! The poos! What's up, dude? How's it going? Good, man. You guys are killing it in real estate. Yeah, we're trying, on, you man. know. You in the market, bro? <laughs> Actually, I am. Uh, I went on Zillow, found the hottest girl there. She got me my place, no problem. What? Why the hell? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that was all the Christmas parties we just went to. You could tell, I mean, when they start swearing, we start cringing. We're just not used to that. And then, uh, and then, but it's, those are funny. I'll tell you, they're good. It's very funny. It's, that's, that, I'll tell you what, that is so, I, I mean, that's just the perfect parody on a realtor right there. Yeah. You know, that they turn everything into their, their life is just selling a house and, they determine if they like a person or don't like them, whether or not they work with them. So they make the investment based on the return. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. If they're, <laughs> you know, they won't invest their time into you or a shot into you or whatever, unless they know you can, you could potentially be a customer. Yeah. Your best friends and everything like that. And it's just, uh, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's kind of interesting. 
so glad I've, I've got past that. It's really nice. I mean, work with people. I love working with people, but uh, I don't want it to be fake, I guess. Totally. No. Did you... Are you trying to be romantic over there, Andy? It got really nice and dark. No, I, uh, I was just going to shut my shades, but I'm wearing shorts, and I didn't want anybody to see that. So, oh, well, Nick can, Nick, Nick can put the video on me, and I can talk about something while you get uh, you you get your there it is. I'm, gonna, I'm not. <laughs> He's going to switch. We'll show back. you around. We'll show you around my place. It's only uh, thirty days until this baby's gone, too, Andy. Whoa. That's cool. Yep. yep. That, uh, you got to make that move to the fiber optic house. Yeah. Is it is it livable yet? No. And it probably you won't a pretty be. Big renovation on that new one, or what are you doing? What's that? Are you doing a fairly large renovation on that house? Uh, or? Yeah, it turned into a very very large renovation. So, um, and and the price increased drastically. So it's um. Yeah, but it's gonna look nice. It really is. But I changed. I only changed the plan four times, so I'm still waiting for uh, 16 windows to show up. And so, wow. but we're it's being insulated. Sheetrock's being dropped off. It's it's a real hodgepodge. We had to close off those windows. It's it's very it's very interesting. But they're getting her going to make her work. So that's just good. We're good. Can't wait to see. When it. we were growing up and our parents told us to stop crying or they'd give us something to cry about, I didn't think they would collectively work to fuck up the housing market. <laughs> Careful who you vote for. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> oh my gosh, our our show just turned political. Uh oh. I didn't say that. I just said no. careful who you vote for. Yeah. Because they yeah. are straight up. 100% trying to destroy it and slow it down. <laughs> I think yeah, it's what, all, it's all, it's all ridiculous. For a second. They want to cripple you so you don't buy stuff to slow down the economy so it doesn't get too expensive. That's what it is. They're, you know? That's a very simple way of putting it. That's for sure. And true. You, uh, What do you think about her point, though, that you guys uh, kind of put us in the dirt? I know we've chatted about it before, but that's Real the thing? idea that a younger generation has about uh, no, you guys, your age, the the older people. No, older people screwing it up. It's you guys looking for all your handouts. We got to pay for them. <laughs> mm -hmm. We need everything for free, and we need a government that pays for our college, and we need and we need selling a bunch of baby birds. Come on. <laughs> Yeah. I say that in the nicest way possible because we love all of you, but we just we can't wait till you start making money and making paychecks, and then you pay. I always think the funniest thing is when when a kid um, gets their first paycheck and they go, "What the heck is this this minus minus number out of here?" You go, "Well, that's your uh, your taxes and your social security and your and they're like, well, I didn't want to pay for that." All of a sudden, they flip, they flip. Hey, Andy, I don't know about you, but the ones I've dealt with, all these kids, you know, that are supposed to be so bad and stuff like that, I get some, I don't know, maybe I'm just lucky I'm running into the really good ones, but I don't see that as much. I It's just, and no, I, I don't either. I really don't. I don't, I mean, we I hear about, about it, it, but I don't, I don't see it either. I see a lot of very successful young people, to be honest with you, and everybody that I'm working with that's under 30. They're buying five, six hundred thousand dollar houses because they got great jobs. They've yeah. saved money. Um, yeah, so I think I don't know. I think both ways. It's kind of uh, maybe maybe they're not so bad, and maybe we weren't so bad either. But I mean, it is what it is, and it keeps moving. And the thing is, is that are you going to tell people not to take advantage of it? Um, and you know, like in a in a hot real estate market, it's not. I don't know. It's, it is what yeah, it is. That's individuals. If you, you do the math, go backwards in time, right? And you say, mm -hmm. we screwed it up. It, it has nothing. It's always the government. They're always the ones that are screwing stuff up. Like, for an example, like three years ago, when we're coming out of COVID, they're like holding interest rates down so low. Well, the payments are low. People can afford more. They're starting to get raises. They're getting stimulus money. They're paying more for houses. They started artificially pushing the market up because People that did want to buy a house and realized how cheap the payments were started going on buying eight, nine hundred thousand dollar houses because the payment was the same as a three hundred thousand dollar house in the old days, right? 
Um, and so now all of a sudden you see, and they kept them too low for too long. So it kept pushing housing and housing and housing. Also, now they raise the rates up. Well, now th- there's a ceiling it hit and it, it can't seem to go over it. So you are going to see what I, I don't want to say the word correction, but I think you're going to see where houses are going to slow down to the old analogy is it has to go up at the same rate that your job goes up. Right. So if you're getting 3% raises, you know, uh, housing can afford to go 3%, right. In value, in appreciation, then it kind of balances everybody out. If your job is, is not going up and houses are going 10%, it's only a matter of time before they separate so far you can't afford it. And then, and then the market, whoever wants to sell has to come back down or you have to start making a lot more money. So it's, you know, Hallelujah. <laughs> okay, if you're a new agent, the number one way to get your first client is referrals from past clients. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, it's that's the joke. I mean, yeah, right. It's it's. Uh, well, the true. other thing is it's a Brian Buffini quote, and it's and it's showing uh, Tom uh, Ferry on there, which they're two different people. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I try to talk to agents about this all the time is that you have to get to a point of getting referrals rather than just hoping on an internet that's going to give you leads. And the reason you get referrals is because you know what you're doing and people trust you with their friends and family. And so many realtors now just don't know what they're talking about. And it's just really sad. You gotta, you gotta know what you're talking about. And I'll tell you from a, from a, a consumer perspective have them explain the first three things that they have to do uh when they're working with you number one is agency relationships and a real estate transaction if they don't explain that or know what that's all about i mean that's minnesota law requires us to do that at the beginning and then any whether it's a buyer contract or a list or a seller contract uh if they can explain that and then the first page of the purchase agreement i mean you'll you'll know by then uh, if they know what they're talking about or not. They can be flashy and, oh, that's a great house and looks like a new furnace and they got nice, cute countertops is a lot different than, you know, knowing how certain things in the purchase agreement are going to affect you or could affect you later on. But but see, but that's the difference, Chris, is like right now the new buyers, they don't understand. They've been trained and brainwashed by the Zillows and the, all these other realtor.coms and the whatever that it doesn't matter which agent you use. The experience is the same, is essentially what they're saying. You just click here, go with this agent, whoever they assign you. And it's like, would you do that for your medical procedure? Mm-hmm. Would you just go on a site and just click whichever doctor is available? Some would. Some would. Well, guess what? Then you get what you get and don't have a yeah. fit. Yep, I agree. You know? I agree. And I think that's with everything. Your problem. I'm with you, Andy. We're together on this. We're basically holding hands digitally. For sure. <laughs> okay, next time old people want to talk about millennials being stupid, let's just take a second and remember which generation covered up real hardwood floors with linoleum. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that is true. Boy. Well, I, but I always say, Chris, you, you think sometimes it's not hardwood floor. Sometimes it's subfloor because they didn't have plywood. Yeah. Think about that. Plywood's from the 50s, man. So some of these houses that are from before that, they were plank wood. Yeah. Yeah, but there you can find some gems sometimes. You just, just look for the kind of the, the levels of the floors and stuff. I mean, there's little ways in which to try to find it. Um, trying to sneak in little corners and see what's under there. Yeah. Well, I would say take up the heat vent, you know. So if you want to really see what's underneath there, go to the, the dining room or wherever that material is. You take out the heat vent. Then you can see the material stack, and uh, it's pretty easy to figure out. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I'm not sure what's happening there. Well, he's showing like he looks normal on the online one. You got that normal hair, and then in the back, it's all shaved. Oh yeah. So he looks like he's yeah. He's a little punk rock. I think that's a I was talking to someone the other day with a, a magazine and they were talking about um, photos and who would do the photos and all this kind of stuff and he says yeah this person's just really flat out she'll just she'll look at your card and she'll say seriously what was that from 1998 or or what but 
you see that a lot. I get a lot of uh, agent cards that you finally meet them. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. So well, you know, that's because we buy bulk. We, we buy 10000 yeah, at a time because exactly. it's a dollar we're, more. We're cheap. We don't want to get rid of them. So good stuff. Okay. And you want to read that one? Uh, sure. It says, if realtors sent honest texts on Christmas, I know we haven't spoken in years, but I've been watching you on social media publicly fighting with your spouse. This caused me to move you into the warm category in my CRM. That's why I'm sending you a text today. Merry Christmas. I don't actually care if you enjoy your holiday. I'm merely making sure you remember I exist and can help you with all your real estate needs. Sad, but probably true. There's a little bit of, I'm, with the new AI that's out there, man, I tell you, it, it's, um, and machine learning and whatever else, how people do things, it, it's easy to be at the right place at the right time. Think about that. I mean, if it does, and if it is watching everything you do, I mean, it, it comes to a point where it's like, I mean, when we see it, I, I look for a water heater and I, the thing pops up on my Facebook page all the time. And it's just like, I, I get water heaters just thrown at me all the time. But I mean, if you start, you know, um, piecing these things together and I'm, I'm, I'm looking at a trip and I'm um, looking at up, upgrading my house and I'm looking this and that. I mean, that's a perfect example of someone that certainly could probably buy a, a bigger home. You know, they're spending their money and stuff around at different things that you might not even think that you could kind of play off of that. But that's what that AI does. It, it determines, hey, this person is doing this, this, and that. I'll tell you what, they're going that way. And well, uh, we, I use like three different forms of software that it doesn't tell you exactly for privacy reasons what the event was, but it, it will follow somebody that's in that system on 26 different points. So are they are they pulling their credit for refinancing? Are they searching yeah. for homes online? Are they you know looking at certain websites? And what it'll do is it'll just tell like our software, hey. This person's doing things that would normally be someone who's buying a house. And then it reanalyzes that constantly saying that, hey, these activities and people, I don't even know how they follow you. I don't know how they track you. It just, and the information's out there. I'm, I'm sure it's with all your logins and your Facebook and your social media. And like I always tell my, my buddies, I go, when you log into Facebook and it's spooling and it's thinking, it's not thinking, it's extracting. It's pulling all your data out so that it can know what you like, what you look at, what you're, you know, and, and then all of a sudden it feeds you ads that that you know um that are more in the line of what you're interested in the idea is great but it's a privacy issue for a lot of people and so you just got to be careful what you put out there because it's it's very trackable it's very i mean there's lists i can buy right now in my neighborhood it shows me which houses in my neighborhood are most likely to sell in the next six weeks based yeah. on their activities and then you send them a letter and say hey thinking about selling your house weird what a timing thing you know and it's but that, that just for the consumer that's out there watching this, that information is pretty readily available. You don't really almost have to know anybody anymore because the agents will come crawling when they, when they see that you're looking. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a lot of that stuff's really sad too. My mom just got a, the other day, obviously my dad passed away and she got a call the other day and said, Hey, this is, this is your son was in a car accident. You know, can you get him? I got to get him some money so he can get his car out or, you know, this and that. It's just like, yeah. I mean, seriously, people, I mean, they, but I'm sure they, they look at obituaries and then find out and see where they live. And I mean, it's just sick. Well, completely prey on people. Yeah. And it's you, like, you, okay, you got to call this guy. You got to call this guy. You, you know? almost have to take a strategy, a protection strategy for your adult parents, because, no. you know, they are, you know, in a good way, vulnerable, right? That's why they, you love them to death because they are, they're, they're soft and gentle and helpful. And, and there are people out there that are willing to completely take advantage of that. Yeah. Pretty bad. Sad. All right. There was, What's next? Uh, this last well, year. Am I lagging a little bit? I was going to say this next last year, there was 12 billion in Indian fraud from uh, United States bank accounts, those call centers and whatnot. Joke. But hey, let's uh, okay. We're gonna buy buy sell Minnesota cities in 2023. It's brought to you by Andy Prasky Preferred Home Team. Well, they said I could have 30 seconds on the show for a quick ad. Andy Prasky 
Remax Advantage Plus, Andy at Prasky.com if you want to email us. Here's the thing, 22 years in the business, over 1,400 sales, I'd like to help you with your real estate needs. If that's buying, if that's selling, if that's building, whatever it is, give us a call, send us an email. Let's get you started on your real estate journey. I'd like to help you on the way. Uh, lots of experience here, and I uh, would like to put it to work for you. Andy Prasky, Remax Advantage Plus, thanks for listening to the show. I, I think Andy needs to redo that because his AP is not in that old that commercial. That's only two days old, by the way, Chris. We need a new that AP is. Yeah, I put that out two days ago. I like it. Where'd you find it? Um, Adrian Peterson was having a yard sale, and oh. uh, I stopped it. No, I, I always used to joke with people. I always I've always done AP as a signature, you know, and then. Uh, I don't know. It was one of those silly Christmas seventy percent off sales. Yeah, we like it. Nick, little Nick noticed it too. I see. All right, so we're gonna. He's gonna show us the city, and uh, we're gonna. Guys are gonna say buying it or selling it in twenty twenty three. So the whole city, or just like a house in it. If we should buy there, yeah, like or buying there. Is it on the up or is it on the down? Got it. We're going with Mankato first. All right, I would be I would be saying I'm uh, I'm selling it. I'm selling Mankato just because I went to St. Cloud State and uh, they were a nemesis of ours. But uh, I also Damn think you know, State. Yeah, just because it's just because it's out out of ways, you know. And I think things are going to be coming back to the city because they usually do um, when you've got kind of a hot market and then you start cooling down. Um, people moved out there when gas was probably less expensive, but um, I don't know. There, there could be a change completely in, in life as well of uh, how people work and, you know, getting out of the big city and going somewhere else that actually has something more than just a, a general store to be able to you shop. Mankato is one of those. I'll take, I'll take the opposing opinion of that because I think that there's, just like people are moving to Brainerd, I think Mankato is a, a great city, you know, harnessed with the university out there. Um, you have lots of, of agricultural companies that are there. You have lots of manufacturing companies that are out that way. Um, there's also lots of job opportunities around that area that are, you know, from Lesseur and, you know, the big Cambria company that's there. Um, I think it's a quieter pace, but I, I think that it still has, when you get off of the, the highway and you actually go up on, I say up on the hill, but um there there's cool vineyards there now there's shopping there's you know you got everything from your five guys burgers to your you know different steakhouses to i mean it's not it's not the rural living that it was probably 10 years ago it's it's really progressed and the downtown's kind of fun they have some great little restaurants and um i've been there for a couple of my daughter's volleyball games and so we've been around there and then um my niece actually attends college on there and a couple of my daughter's uh girlfriends from high school also attend college down there and so i've had a chance to go down there and just visit and hang out and it's actually a really cool little town <laughs> nice guy I, hastings. hastings is on the river they had a perkins we always went to just so you know that was okay. a good one they had a super cool uh football stadium right there when you come into town but uh, I don't know. Hastings is, uh, I, th I think I've sold maybe one, maybe two houses in Hastings uh, my whole career. So I don't know it super good, but I kind of like the old um, bridges that go over the rivers and come into the old downtowns and just kind of got kind of a neat feel. To me, it's a little too far out um, for, I don't know, everything. What's that? For commuting? Yeah, but I'm just kind of, and maybe it isn't. I mean, it's just maybe it's just my thinking. But I mean, to to go to a ball game or to you know go, I mean, gosh, what I guess a concert. You got Treasure Island right there. Yeah, that's true. And you got Meesville. You got a lot of good town ball that happens around there. That's yeah. for sure. So yeah, it's a port city. You could you could get on your pontoon, your luxury cruiser. Yeah. And uh, and go from place to place and see lots could, of stuff. 
slip over to Wisconsin real fast. Yep. Yes. Yeah. So, geez, maybe I I'm don't wrong. know what the living conditions are like there. I don't know what the schools are like. I, I've only driven through the town and I've spent a few, you know, hours at a time there where we've, you know, uh, been to restaurants or like that. Uh, I think it's Riverview Marina is there and Pirates, the old Pirates Cove. And they just, I've been in there looking at boats before where it's just, they have a billion boats to look at and they're all beautiful, big, you know, river cruisers. And um, so, but yeah, no, it seems like it's an industrious town. And then some people do commute. You can tell um, based on the way they've, you know, improved the roadways and things, but. Yeah. I'll tell you what, I'm kind of going into this kind of <laughs> like I do basically on every single house that I show. I always kind of say the positives, but hey, here's here's kind of some of the negative things that you're going to deal with. And that is what you deal with. I mean, these things that we're talking about are exactly what other people are going to say. And what you have to do is you got to get people to justify your advantages <laughs> rather than the negatives. And so that's how you market houses. Well, you either grow up there or you're, you're transferring in. And why are you transferring in? It's either for a job or whatever, right? So it's Or you're from there. So it's like some people will stay there and then they, they get a job somewhere else and they keep commuting. And then that, you know, keeps money coming into the community and growing the community. Why does the community grow though? Is really, you know, organically is, is always a, a million dollar, you know, question for a lot of cities is how do you grow your city, keep a healthy population? Like, like we were talking a few months ago about Rochester, having that, you know, big, beautiful medical center there. And then all the uh, executives, doctors, you know, all the professionals that work and live there. And but yet trying to retain and keep the people staying there is, you know, and spending their money there is, is the is the balancing act that they're all, all cities are looking to figure out. Mm -hmm. Oh, boy. Where's he going next? I know. Let's see. Ooh, Cottage Grove. The watermelon. On the way to Hastings. It's close to Hastings. Just saying. Cottage Grove is actually basically South Woodbury is what yeah. I call it. Yeah. Really, a, a less expensive, a uh, lot less expensive Woodbury. There's not much left in Woodbury, so Woodbury's really gone up recently. But I, I've got a model home down there on uh, Porchlight that um, I just put up for sale, and big sport court for you know it's Where? kind of out of my normal turf, but um, Cottage Grove or Woodbury? It's at, by definition, it's Woodbury. But if you throw a baseball, you're going to hit Cottage Grove, and it's okay. on the south end, and there's. Everything to the south of us is starting to develop now because that's where the the development uh, opportunities are. And and um, yeah, the, but the lots down there aren't like like I said, they used to be a lot cheaper. Like you buy lots in the seventies and eighties when we were buying lots for one hundred and twenty in, in uh, Woodbury. Now the lots in Woodbury are pushing two hundred, and the lots in Cottage Grove are in the one forties. So Andy, are you with with marketing that? Are you pushing Woodbury more than Cottage Grove then? Yes. Yeah, East Ridge so. High School is kind of important in that scenario as well. Okay. Uh, a lot of people really like that school. Um, the I also push how easy it is to get on to uh, 694, 494, you know, right down there in the corner, kind of that Newport where you can jump right on. So you don't have to drive north through all of Woodbury to get to the 94. You just shoot over to 694 and you're on the freeway system pretty quick. Mm -hmm. So it, it has its pros and its cons. It's just... I think Woodbury overdeveloped their retail function right off of 94 up there, off radio and off of whatever. And it's so like crazy retail that, and then you drive straight south and it's all these feeder roads that go straight south of there. You know, it's, it, it can be a pain in the butt. You have to drive, you know, three miles to go get a cheeseburger, but. Mm -hmm. yeah. All right. Oh, this is an interesting one because yeah. I know nothing about it. St. Anthony is Yuppieville, USA, man. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Right there, right out of Minneapolis. Very nice community. Great schools. Um, you know, everybody does a great job. If you drive through St. Anthony, one thing that I appreciate is how nice everybody keeps their yards. There's a lot of really well-kept, nice properties there. Um, clean, close to everything. Um, the demand has been very good. Um you know, I, I always think like St. Anthony is like where you where you're cruising on 35 and you hit that like Home Depot and that whatever that's right there on the north side, right out of downtown. And you go a little farther north and you're right into St. Anthony right there. Nick, show that map again where St. Anthony is. 
You want to see that. Yeah, so you see right where where was the what they yep, where it says the Delta Hotel yeah, right there. Right yeah. there. Yep. Was that the no, um it's a great little pocket close to Rose Roseville yeah. there too? Kind of forgot about it. Go out, go out a little, Dick. Yeah. There you go. So okay, Lauderdale and Roseville. So it's yep. I mean you're you're kind of Minneapolis, but kind of by the state fair a little. Arden Hills do Brighton. Yep. Huh. Yeah, Columbia Heights. It well, yeah, that's I mean, surrounding it's, you know, it is, it looks like it's a little pocket. Let's just say it, that. Well, it is. It is a little pocket. It's a little niche market. Yeah. yeah. And it's in, it's in very high demand. It always has been. And it's, it's funny, like when you go to sell a house there versus Columbia Heights, which is right next door, or even Minneapolis, it's right there, like the Sheridan neighborhood over there, you, you'll see a $20,000 price difference just because you have the right city tag. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Jo oh, I I love to stop in Jordan and pick up all my weird candy needs at the largest candy store. <laughs> it's not just candy either. It's a lot of stuff. Yeah, we were. They had a great deal. You've ever tried those weird little spaghetti squashes? No. A friend of ours talked us into buying one, and we go. We were stopping back from going down to see Hannah, and uh, so we stopped, and all of a sudden they had like two for a dollar for these. We're like, well, we'll try it. We can't screw these up too bad. You you cook these things, <clears throat> you know, you cut them in half, shell down, and when you flip them over and you pull you pull the insides out, it comes out like spaghetti. No, no, it's it's squash flavored, but it's it comes out like spaghetti noodles, and it, it's fantastic. Hmm. You know, and Jordan is Jordan is one of those places. Like it's a small town, real good small town feel, but yet you can jump right on one sixty nine and and be where you got to be. So it's kind of that, I don't know. It's a, it's, it's a neat town. I've always loved it. The Jordan mini mat um, for me, Clancy's Clancy's is really good. And uh, got, what's that? The Jordan supper club now, which is just a little yeah. outside town is. Uh, Funny is really enough, good we had a friend of ours years ago, got married and they had a reception there and it was actually great. Yeah. Yeah. No, Jordan is, Jordan is kind of neat. I mean, they got hit. Um, for a long time, and I think people all forgot about it. But I don't know if you remember. There's a big sex scandal that went out of there. Kathleen Morris at Scott County, and they no. kind of went in. Yeah, see, a lot of people forget about it, and that was a big thing. It was in the it was in the 80s, um, and then it just it dominated. Where they don't know. I mean, some people were guilty, but they added a bunch of other people in on it. There's big lawsuits, and yeah, it was, oh it was a, but it was a while ago. And but it took a long time for you know people would say, hey, if you drop your wallet in Jordan, kick it to you know Prior Lake, you know, before you pick it up, things like that. And it was just kind of, it was kind of sad. I mean, because I know uh, a lot of people. Right town, I uh... <laughs> I know a lot of people from there, and they're all really good people. So it was just kind of, well, uh, you know, it's, it is, it's just, it's kind of, it's kind of just past where you want to be, you know, past that Shakopee, whatever. And it's like, you're, you're almost to Mankato. It seems like, but you're not, you know what I mean? It's to Mankato. It's not even close. It's like halfway I mean, dude. Bell Plain is probably halfway. Maybe. Oh, Plain. You can stop and get a little piece of pie at the old, uh, <laughs> Emma crummies. Yeah. The old Emma crummies, but Hey, you so talking about that, how a town gets a, a thing. How, how about this? What do you think of uh, Columbine? What do you think of that? Columbine in Colorado. You don't you don't still think about the school shooting that happened there? Columbine? Columbine? Okay, Columbine. Okay, yeah. yeah. Columbine. I, I don't yeah. think about it, but I what 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 were you thinking? Well, I'm just saying that's like what happened to Jordan, kind of. It was one of those things that it just kind of got that stigma. Tame. And then you know, over time, it kind of it go, it goes away. So it tarnishes the reputation. Yeah, and people then... start forgetting. It. Yeah, and they've got a lot of construction there too. Uh, that's yeah. happened, and so it's and it's it's affordable. Where, where you said like, if you're in Prior Lake and you go to Jordan, I mean, you're going to spend seventy five thousand less for the same exact thing, maybe a hundred. Well, this is like a children abuse. New York Times. This was a big thing. Yeah. What's, what's this? This is the Jordan article. 
Yeah, exactly. Oh, it was huge. It was it was like twenty some people they arrested. They they just it was like a they said it was a witch hunt, and there's a lot of people that weren't, but there was a there was some that were, you know. So it was, uh, but they all. Well, that, I don't know if we're helping their town right now by doing this. <laughs> when was that? 1984. Yeah. yeah. So that's right when I was in like high school and stuff, and yeah, it was a big it was a big thing. It's when they got the kids to kind of talk to young kids and they kind of convinced them that this thing was happening, turned kids against their parents. It was sick. Didn't they make like after school special about that? Yes, I doubt it. I, was I, just, I, feel, I feel gross even talking about it. Yeah, I know. It wasn't, it was not, it was not good. Mm. So. That, that's that's uh, you and I taking care of business. The realtor vigilante. That's right. Per my realtor, no one truly like. Why are we not your realtor? But anyways, uh, no one truly likes their first house. It's just to build equity. False. Some people stay in that house forever and they make it their own. But um, I think people need to stop thinking about houses just as an investment, even though it's typically the the biggest uh, investment anyone will make in their life. But it's kind of like it's a place where you live too, and you got to enjoy that. You got to enjoy life. I just met with a closet guy. Um, not a he's not a closet guy, but he's a, a guy he, in the closet. He installs. <laughs> he was part of a sex scandal. Storage systems in closets. Yes, that's what he does. And uh, it was interesting. He was sixty-two years old. Really good guy. Good, good, good condition. And everything. And he uh, started, you know, the aches and the pains and the blood pressures going up and this and that. And he just said, you know what, forget it. I'm going to sell my co company. And he's basically got two months left. And his blood pressure went down about 20 points. And but it was kind of like him talking. That's all I did was work. And he didn't he didn't have no balance. And uh, so now he's going to go to Jamaica for two weeks in January. He's going to put my stuff in in February. And we're all good. So He's going to come back with dreadlocks, smelling like, you know. Right. So enjoy your house. Yes. There is a there is an advantage to it. Um, I've, I've done it a lot. I've moved a lot. I've moved those houses up, and and it is fun. But it's just, I don't know. I mean, the first house I could have redone and stayed there, I guess. But I didn't. I went twenty different times. So it's your own. It's your own path. Amen. Okay, what's the equivalence of changing oil in a car that I can do to my house to keep it in good shape? Filters, 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 filters on everything. Um, so important. Sealing, caulking. Um, those are those are the oil changes of houses for sure. I think so many people forget it too, and they don't understand. And then they they're like, "Well, geez, my air conditioning doesn't work." And I'm telling you, I, I would I would go as high as saying sixty percent of most service calls on furnaces. Is because there's a clogged filter, and or the kids went downstairs and shut the switch off. I I tell you, I always tape that switch. I know you're not supposed to, but I tape it, and um, you know, with one piece of tape so nobody wants to flick it. Um, and then uh, air filters. I, I have a new thermostat, and the new thermostats are great. They'll ours blinks at us and tells us, hey, you need to change the air filter. You need to change the you know the uh, humidifier filter. And the air exchangers need to be cleaned. And it's, oh, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Except those air filters, man, some of them are expensive. Well, you know, it's the lint in like your your ducts and your the stuff that are going out. You got to check those too. I mean, it's right. a it's a big thing. I did it. I mean, we had them. I mean, it was like that that long of just crap in there that you had to pull out. And that's gonna, that's gonna stop everything or you're going to bring it back in the house and start a fire. So that wouldn't be good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. It says anyway. I am, am I crazy to want to buy a house for its location versus something moving ready with a baby on the way? What do you think there, Mr. Rooney? I mean, again, I think that was what I was just talking about is that you got to do what's best for you and how you want to live. I mean, if you're, if you're buying for a location just for the investment part of it, 
and you're not going to enjoy it or you're going to have a pain in the butt with your kid. That's that's not fun. And right. So why not buy what's ready for you? You're done. Get through that part and then move to the next one. If it's not a great area, you're not going to make a, a ton of money, but maybe you will or maybe you hold it on, hold on to it for a rental as well. well can you imagine having a baby and being miserable in a great town? Uh, come on. There's going to be nothing worse. Right. You know, exactly. it's, I just, I oh, think no. that's a crazy question. So, you know, let's say that you want to, it's, it, I also use that analogy with like cabins. So now you want to be on the hot lake, you know, let's say like up in the Brainerd, let's say you want to be on Gull Lake or Whitefish or whatever, and you spend a million dollars and get a two bedroom. And now you don't even have enough room in your cabin for your family, which is the whole purpose of buying the cabin. What, yeah. What's the point? You know what I mean? It's like, you'd be better off being a couple lakes over and having the five bedroom that you need and having everybody with you and having a good time. And you know what I'm saying? For sure. I mean, it is, it is crazy. I mean, but people want, Hey, I'm on, I'm on cross Lake, you know, and I'm, I'm not on whatever else is up there that would work for everyone. So I don't know. Yeah. True. And just last, last thing right here, they're talking about selling the president's, mansion i'm curious what you guys think of this university of minnesota is selling president st paul's mansion 15 million endowment to keep it moving and maintained that's a, the only picture they have moving on yeah no. you guys know this mansion have you heard of it no no who's the university of minnesota's huh st paul mansion how much space is that how much land Fifteen million is a lot. That'd be the highest sale price in the Twin Cities. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. It's about a hundred acres or what? It's the All Business the Journal, so they don't give you anything on top of it. Yeah. The, the, you got to subscribe to get the details. Yeah, exactly. Don't you hate those articles? I actually loathe those companies, and I get why they do it. They give you enough information to get you interested, and then click here and become a member. It's only one dollar a month. Yeah. Nah, yeah. I'd rather not know. You know what I do with those, Andy? I go onto that little, those little three dots, and I hit it, and I say, "Don't want to hear from that company ever again," because I'm with you. Yeah, no, I mean, it'd be one thing if they they said, "Hey, look at this article," and then they let you read it and say, "Did you like the quality of our our article? Would you like to read more articles like this?" Then subscribe. I, I then it wouldn't bother me yeah. when they don't let you get what you think you're going to get. Yeah, exactly. There you doesn't go. Look too, look That's too not impressive. fifteen million. It's got to be a huge. Uh, oh, unless donors put up fifteen million. See, here's the problem with places like that. It ain't worth fifteen million, but to redo it all and get it up to you know living standards, it might cost you fifteen million to do it. And I bet you any money that's what what's the problem is is that we're going to sell it unless you know our donors come up with fifteen million to save it so we can redo it and. And keep it going. Hmm. Better to Motor dump meeting. it, get rid of it. Yeah, they they have an endowment. I think of what is it, one point seven trillion or something. I think they can handle paying it. Out. The University of Minnesota has a huge amount of money. Yeah, they. Um, they all it's, do. Like, it's kind of like those mansions in over in Europe that Nick was talking about. You know, nobody wants them. But because they have to, they have to upkeep them, and you can't, you can't afford to do it. You well, know, you think, can... think about having like an endowment like that, where they have, let's even say a hundred million dollars, and and they they make their ten million dollars a year and and profit off of spending that money. But most of them don't. Most of them have like two hundred, three hundred, four hundred million in the bank, and yeah. they should be spending off enough money to not even charge kids to go to school there. Yeah. I'm talking about free this... education. Ah. <laughs> See? Oh, so these so these government-owned agencies are for profit? No, Andy, no. Scams? Don't, Controversy? Don't say we that. Have another Jordan on our hands here? Andy the libertarian. Taking advantage of the children? <laughs> Fight for us, Andy. Fight for us. I I I'd be I'd be probably the one guy to be publicly executed in the first two weeks of being in office. <laughs> You could just do analogies all day and everyone would be like, wow, I don't even know what to do. You know, <laughs> I'm so darn confused now. I don't even believe in what I believed in before. I thought he was talking about abortion, but I think it's an oil change at um, 
about a boat and a baby and a piece of candy? I don't get it. I. Hey, have you guys ever listened to Bill Burr? Yeah. Oh, my God. I just listened to him at the Red Rock thing. I mean, my goodness. Talk about the most politically incorrect human alive. But it was funny, and everyone laughed. So isn't that something? But he is, but he he isn't. You know, if you actually listen to what he's saying, the way he delivers it, he's saying things that are, in our heads, controversial. You know, like, oh, uh, talking about, like, the the, he just did a a funny skit on uh, Gay Pride Month. And he goes, and then we 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 have you know the uh, African American uh, month of February. He goes, we give him the shortest month and the coldest month. He goes, what kind of respect is that? You know, <laughs> he, yeah, he plays both sides. He, he does, and is anyway. He uh, he's a very funny. If you look into him, he's very funny, but he's actually right on politically correct. He just talks about things that people go, oh my god. Hey, so. Andy, we keep. Uh, we keep flip-flopping times for sometimes it's 7, sometimes 7.30, sometimes 8 o'clock. But you can always catch us on any of those little iTunes, uh, Spotify things. Um, what are they? YouTube. Real Estate Radio Hour, YouTube. We got we got everything. Go to our uh, Facebook page. You can find us. And uh, we'll be coming back next year. Bigger and better. Hopefully not bigger. Better. 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 Yeah, better would be good for us. Happy New Year. Thanks for joining us this week on the Real Estate Radio Hour. Don't forget to visit our website, realestateradiohour.com, where you can subscribe to the show on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or your preferred podcast listening app. If you enjoyed today's episode, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes or sharing us with a friend. Until next time, stay awesome, Twin Cities.